Unica, Circumpolar Waves, an ICC podcast. I know Katikai, I'm Madeline Alakarelak, your host for this edition of Unicat Circumpolar Waves. We are starting a special series of podcasts today for the ICC Inuit Artist of the Month. On the first Thursday of every month in 2023, we'll be hearing from one of the 12 winners. And that's thanks to funding by the Department of Canadian Heritage, the Indigenous Language Component. Each artist is provided a bursary for their art. Our first recipient is Simiko Maksiutiksak, who is from Rankin Inlet, Nunavut. He is a dancer, choreographer, a circus artist, and has traveled around the globe. A few of Simic's shows highlight include the Semomando Joa, a video show with Cirque Eloise, and Dancing for the Song Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas at the North American Indigenous Games, and performing on the Sky Dancers Tour with the Anuara Dance Theater. Simic has worked as a guest artist for the Arctic Rose Foundation. He was teaching dance and other art forms to youth from Rankin Inlet and other Inuit communities. Congratulations, Simic, and it's so nice to finally meet you. It's nice to meet you too. Thank you so much for having me here. Of course. So um, let's learn a little bit about you. Yeah, you grew up in Kanyapshinik, Rankin Inlet, and uh, what drew you to dance? I was born in Rankin, um, but I, my family, we moved down to Ottawa when I was around three or four years old. Um, okay. And my my dad, he, my both of my brothers played hockey and my dad was their coach. And so I was just kind of following into their footsteps and uh, I tried hockey for a year, but I unfortunately did not love hockey myself. Um, and after that year, my mom, she asked me, she was like, do you want to dance? And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was like a possibility. So um, that's, I was six years old when I started dancing. Um, and my first class was a hip hop class. And then the following years, I started taking ballet and contemporary and jazz and different dance styles. And it's just something that I fell in love with right away, right from my first class. Oh, my goodness. That sounds so beautiful. So what, how would you describe your dance? How would you describe your choreography or how you choose to perform your dance? Yeah, so I, um, I'm a contemporary dancer primarily. And then I'm also a circus artist. So I really like to intertwine contemporary arts with circus arts. So that's like a lot of contemporary floor work. There's a lot of like physicality in my movements. I do like a lot of hand balancing and contortion. Um, but then also on the more contemporary side of things, I really like to, my practice is really about being happy and being able to let off emotions and being able to express myself through movement. Um, so on the contemporary side of my career, I definitely really try to put my mental health um, in the forefront. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, you must be amazing in the one hand reach in the Inuit games. <laughs> That's the way that you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the emotions. Um, why? Why is it important to you um, to incorporate um, mental wellness or mental health and emotions like uh, like you mentioned? Yeah, um, I, I am going to just go right into it. There were a lot of traumas that I had to face growing up um, in my home life, in my school life and in different factors of my life. 
but the dance studio and being able to express myself and being able to have like a queer space to express myself through that way was always very, very important to me. And it was always a very accepting environment. And it was a really good form of harm reduction for me. So when I was going through different barriers in my life, I always had dance to rely on. And I was always able to just let my feelings move through my body and being able to express myself really helped with just coping with my feelings. Mm -hmm. Now, I mentioned in the intro that uh, you were a guest artist at the Arctic Rose Foundation teaching dance and other forms of art to youth. How was the response and what was that experience like for you? Yeah, I just had my first week with the kids up in Rankin a few weeks back, and it was amazing. I, I really, really, we, I think we as a group collectively all enjoyed each other's presence. And um, the first few days, the kids were a bit shy uh, trying different exercises because contemporary dance can be weird and it can feel funny mm -hmm. and you can feel like... You can feel like you want to laugh at yourself, but I was just trying to teach the kids to embrace that part, um, just to open up that vulnerability to be able to laugh mm -hmm. at yourself. And so, yeah, it was a really good week. And I each day more kids were coming. Um, we started off, I think, with like nine kids the first day. And then by the end of the week, we had about 16 youth. So yeah, it was a it was a very humbling experience for me as well. Just being able to teach these youth different ways to express themselves through movement. Like we we were doing a lot of exercises of like meditation and different things, and just uh, really getting into the mind and the body and being able to tell a story through our bodies. Um, mm -hmm. So I'll be going back up uh, more this year, uh, up to Rankin Inlet and to Senekilawak. Um, my next uh, time I'll be going to Rankin is going to be the end of January, which I'm really, really excited for. That's so beautiful. Do you realize how special and unique you are um, in the Inuit world? Um, I, I have had a lot of my family tell me how important it is to be doing what I'm doing. And uh, working with Arctic Rose has definitely helped me realize how important it is to teach what I know about dance to the youth. Um, and bring the contemporary and circus world up to my home community, Rankin, and also hopefully very soon to all communities in the North. The more I grow and the older I get, the more I realize how important it is to pass on contemporary dance to Inuit youth. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about um, some of your highlights of your performance moments in your career? Um, some of the times that uh, stood out for you the most so far? Yeah. I think the my first gig that I ever got, which I was really lucky to get, um, I was working with a choreographer. She's known as Santi Smith. Um, she's a Mohawk choreographer. Um, and she, she hired me for the North American Indigenous Games. And that was my first step into the contemporary Indigenous dance world. And it gave me a really, just got me really, really inspired to want to be able to become a professional dancer and I was able to perform with Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas and it was like a life-changing moment because in the opening performances I think there was about 30,000 people in the audience and there, it was on national television and everything so I, I really felt accomplished in that moment 
Um, mm -hmm. And it wasn't just that, like being able to connect with other Indigenous artists and other Indigenous dancers was like very, very special because it's it wasn't so common for me growing up to relate myself to other Indigenous contemporary dancers just because there's not so many of us. Um, but there's more and more now as the years go on, like I'm meeting and creating new relations with a lot more Indigenous dancers, which is a very, very good thing and it keeps me inspired. Um, so definitely the North American Indigenous Games is one of my highlights. Um, mm -hmm. Another highlight of mine, before quarantine and before COVID, I was working on a cruise ship as a dancer and circus artist. And I was very, very lucky with the contracts that I got. And I was able to travel around the world at a very early age. I think I was 20 years old when I started working on a cruise ship. And for two years, I was able to travel to 40 countries, which was just like life changing and really eye opening to mm -hmm. see different parts of the entire world. Like there was so many different cultures, so many different types of dance and so many different types of people, which made me really, really inspired to just keep doing what I'm doing. Wow, how fun. Good for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, that's impressive. So you mentioned uh, that you expanded your dance to also work within the circus. Tell us about Cirque uh, Eloi. Yeah, so uh, I did a video show with Cirque Eloise when uh, just a few months after quarantine, like it was still pretty, um, like with the COVID restrictions, it was still pretty tough to do like uh, in-person performances but I was able to do a video show with them, which was really, really cool because I got to work with videographers and I got to work with different choreographers and different circus artists and dancers. Um, it was a little bit weird at times because we had to like still like have our masks on, which is like, I totally get. And I, I was uh, really following the COVID restrictions, but just like dancing and having my partners dancing, but we weren't able to touch each other and kind of things. So it gave me a different perspective of how to be an artist, like solo work and how to just connect with people by yourself, but also in the same room. Wow, that is so cool. Speaking of uh, solo, you're directing uh, your own show called Anxiety. Um, that title in itself could be, I guess, considered provocative. What are you saying in this show? What's anxiety about? I actually have my first rehearsals coming up in a few days, which I'm really, really excited for. Um, mm -hmm. And my show, Anxiety, it's been a process over the past few years of developing what I want to do and what I want to show to the world with this show. Um, the basis of the show is definitely going to be uh, expressing intergenerational trauma and how that's affected our communities and how that's affected our mental health as Inuit. Um, mm -hmm. Just speaking from my own experience, uh, a lot of my intergenerational traumas has caused anxiety throughout a lot of uh, moments in my life. And it's something that I still struggle with. And I know that I'm going to be struggling with for the rest of my life, which is okay because I'm learning ways to cope with it. And so this is something that I just want to put out into the world to for people to recognize and for people to realize that what's going on and what's happening to Inuit is not in the past and we still have a lot of work to do we still need a lot of resources we need a lot of support and different things so this is just something to introduce to people that may not know anything about Inuit. Mm -hmm. 
Now, um, you mentioned you have rehearsals coming up. What else is planned uh, in your dance future, um, Jimmy? Yeah, so I, I am working a lot with Anawada Dance Theater. Um, mm -hmm. The choreographer, her name is Barbara Daibo. Um, okay. So I, right now I'm currently residing in Jojage, which is known as Montreal. And okay. I, I've been able to make a really good uh, Indigenous dance community here. So uh, all of us Indigenous dancers here in Montreal, we all hire, hire each other for different, uh, our our own shows and different things, side gigs, whatever it may be. Um, so I'm working a lot with Anawada Dance Theater this year. And I'm also gonna be working a lot with the Arctic Rose Foundation. I'm really trying to transition a lot of my career um, to work mostly up north. I really, over the next few years, I wanna transition. I do have, I do have like some, some shows that I'm doing down south, but once those shows are finished, I really wanna transition and just start teaching a lot of the types of dances that I've learned. That is so inspiring. Good for you. You make me feel very proud to be your fellow Inokatik. I wish you all the very best and safe travels. Uh, keep doing what you're doing because it makes you beautiful and it's very unique. So all the best to you. Thank you so much. Today, my guest was Inuk dancer, choreographer, and circus artist, Simik Kumaksiutiksak. He's uh, originally from Rankin Inlet, Nunavut. I'm Madeline Adekarelek Nakomik. Thank you for listening to this special podcast featuring the ICC Inuit Artist of the Month. We hope you enjoyed listening to Unika Circumpolar Waves an ICC podcast.